My heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord who has been bountiful with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Today we celebrate the, the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we ask the Lord to help us that we might come to him, to worship him with a heart cleansed by his love and mercy, and mindful of our need for his pardon and peace. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mystery. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who prepared a fit dwelling place for the Holy Spirit in the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary, graciously grant that through her intercession we may be a worthy temple of your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, the descendants of my people shall be renowned among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them as a race the Lord has blessed. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, in my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. My heart exalts. My heart exalts in the Lord, my horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies, I rejoice in my victory. My heart exalts in the Lord, my Savior. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles, he also exalts. My heart exalts in the Lord my Savior. 
He raises the needy from the dust. From the dung heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. My heart exalts in the Lord, my Savior. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Blessed is the Virgin Mary who kept the word of God and pondered it in her heart. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to festival custom. After they had completed its days as they were returning, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Thinking that he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a day and looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances. But not finding him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. On this Saturday after the second Sunday after Pentecost, the, in which we celebrate the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary, with Mother Church we pray, O God, who has prepared a fit dwelling for the Holy Spirit in the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary, graciously grant that through her intercession we may be a worthy temple of your glory. Like Mary, we are called to be temples of the Lord. She, in a unique way, actually conceived and carried the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, in her womb. And so she was a temple of God's glory. But we too are called to bear Christ within us by sanctifying grace by his gift. And the Roman liturgy celebrates the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary with a special formulary on the Saturday after the second Sunday after Pentecost. 
after the celebration of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, which was yesterday. The meaning of the Heart of the Virgin is to be understood in a biblical sense. It denotes the person of the Blessed Virgin Mary herself, her intimate and unique being, the center and source of her interior life, of her mind and memory, her will and her love. The single-mindedness with which she loves God and the disciples and devoted herself wholeheartedly to the saving work of God. So really, this Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary celebrates the loving kindness of God, who after giving to the Church the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ as proof of his love, gave also the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary to be contemplated as the model of the new heart of one who lives by the new covenant. Mary's heart is the physical symbol of her boundless love for God and of us. But other, our, our Lady's physical heart is also a symbol of her spiritual heart. And so we honor her inner life, her virtues, her purity, her boundless humility, her affections, and her sorrow. While more people perhaps are familiar with the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, with the images of the Sacred Heart of Jesus associated with it, the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary may be lesser known. The devotion to the Heart of Mary is connected with many points and on many ways with the Heart of Jesus, these two hearts that stand before the human, or before the human race as a symbol of God's love for us. We know that Simeon prophesied that a sword would pierce Mary's heart. And we heard in the Gospel passage that Mary treasured, kept all these things tossed around in her heart, all the things that had been said and done by Jesus. And also we see that this devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is not something new. From the 8th century already, St. Alcuin had formulas for votive masses for the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the Middle Ages, St. Bernard and St. Thomas, St. Bonaventure, also explained this devotion to Mary and celebrated Saturday as a special day devoted to honoring Mary. St. John Eudes was a priest in France who died in 1681, and his life and preaching about the encouraging people to love God and to love Mary stand out in the history of devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Already, Pope Leo XIII, in 1889, granted the faithful an indulgence for the practice of five consecutive Saturdays. A laywoman, Maria Inglese, prompted by prayer and experience of God, instituted the practice of communions of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and Pope St. Pius X gave indulgences to this. And so, in 1942, in the with, during the ravages of the World War, Pope Pius XII dedicated the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and set the feast for August 22nd. It was changed by Paul VI to this Saturday after the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart. And in 1984, Pope St. John Paul II renewed the consecration of the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and renewed this and repeated it in the year 2000 in the Great Jubilee. And so we want to consider also on this day of recollection at this Mass how Mary was important in the life of St. Francis de Sales and how he teaches us what we might learn from Mary. 
Of course, I already mentioned in the first conference that Mary helped St. Francis in the time of crisis, when he was worried about his own salvation. He prayed the Memorare, and he, through devotion to Mary, came to believe the gifts of God that had been given to him, that were not merited, but that God loved him as he had loved Mary. And so we see him as an example for how Mary can be a powerful intercessor in helping us in growing in holiness and the devout life and our love of God. We are also to love God effectively with the affect, with the art, with not just with our minds and intellect in an abstract way, but actually putting into practice this love of God. And what does that mean? It means that we obey God and we repent and we believe, that we realize sin enslaves us and God frees us. And the only way that we could uh, have true happiness is through the gift of Jesus Christ. We have to obey God and keep his commandments. But in his reflections on the Blessed Virgin Mary, primarily in his treatise on the love of God, St. Francis gives us a little bit more of an insight uh, about what he means by this effective love of God, using our whole person, our hearts, as a symbol of who we are, body and spirit, in the love of God. He mentions Mary, of course, in the introduction of the devout life, because she is so much a part of the spiritual life of anyone who is a follower of Jesus. The mother of his son plays a crucial role in God's plan. But in his teaching on prayer, he says, I especially counsel you to practice mental prayer, prayer of the heart, this affective prayer. I, uh, he says that we must give our hearts to the Lord so that we may receive the love of the Lord and to Mary as well. Then in speaking of perfections of the heart, the model of love for God in his treatise on the love of God, dedicated to Theotimus, one who fears God, he says that Mary never slept but with love, since she never gave repose to her precious body, but to reinvigorate it the better after, afterwards to serve God, which is certainly the most excellent act of charity. This is from the treatise on the love of God, book three, chapter eight. And this led St. Francis de Sales to think about how, well, Mary loved God in her yes, or fiat, in keeping God's command as a faithful daughter of Israel, in going to her kinswoman Elizabeth to show acts of charity because the angel had revealed that Elizabeth was with child. Mary loved Jesus in caring for him as he grew up, in being uh, puzzling over God's plan when she found him lost in the temple. And Mary loved Jesus all the way to the foot of the cross and rejoiced in his love in seeing him risen from the dead. But St. Francis de Sales reflects on Mary when she slept. This could be consoling to us. Sometimes we need rest. And because the scriptures tell us of St. Joseph's dreams, and also Solomon had a dream that he received the gift of wisdom, but St. Francis de Sales reflects on his conviction that Mary had dreams of love of her divine Son and Lord. And so um, St. John the Baptist leapt in the womb of his mother, even though he was an infant in the womb, not really conscious of great intellectual thoughts. And so Mary 
would have been so filled with the Holy Spirit that even when she slept, she was able to have dreams of the Lord. Imagine Mary thinking of, during her sleep, the things that a mother so loves about caring for her children, uh, caring for Jesus, caressing him, fondling him in her lap, nursing the baby Jesus, uh, giving him the, the lessons that she would have given, and therefore helping him to uh, grow in uh, age and grace and wisdom before the God and man. And so St. Francis de Sales tells us that with great sensitivity, Mary loved God so much that at the end of her life, she actually died out of love of God. And I think when we think about this, as we are called to grow in our holiness and our love for God, in imitation of Mary, with the church, in fact, encourages us to pray to Mary before we go to sleep. Many families have the practice of the family rosary. In the official prayers of the church, the liturgy of the hours, the compline is the last hour of the day at the end of the day, and compline always ends with a hymn or an antiphon to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so as, it's, as if we're imitating Mary, who dreamt of Jesus out of her love for him as she slept, by calling to mind Mary's closeness to Jesus and how she intercedes for us to be close to Jesus, to love him by our daily actions, to be repentant of our failings, to think of him often, and even, yes, to dream of Jesus as Mary must have done. We ask Mary then to intercede for us and Help us with St. Francis de Sales to be our teacher in the ways of faith, in the ways of devotion, in our struggle against our weaknesses and the problems in the world. I want to conclude with just a few prayers from a recent saint, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who is very dear to me, who showed this idea of devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mother wanted to celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Heart because it had been so uh, significant in their community on the original day in August, and she received a special permission. So to this day, in the Missionaries of Charity houses throughout the world, they celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception of Mary in August rather than after uh, the Feast of the Sacred Heart. But Mother had a deep devotion to Mary, which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. And I just wanted to offer a few of her prayers as a conclusion to this homily. Mother would pray, my prayer for each of you is that you be all and only for Jesus through Mary. And she would pray to Mary, Mary, give me your heart, so beautiful, so pure, so immaculate, your heart so full of love and humility that I may be able to receive Jesus in the bread of life and love him as you loved him and serve him in the distressing disguise of the poor. Very often, Mother would pray, Mary, Mother of Jesus, be a mother to me now. Mary, Mother of Jesus, help me to be pure and humble like you, as I want to be holy and pleasing to the Blessed Trinity, as you were and are. So, as Mother would say, let us ask Our Lady to give us her heart, so beautiful, so pure, so immaculate, to love Jesus, that we may be able to receive Jesus in the bread of life 
love him in all we meet, even in the poor. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord Look, O Lord, upon the prayers and offerings of your faithful, presented in commemoration of Blessed Mary, Mother of God, that they may be pleasing to you and may confer on us your help and forgiveness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, and to praise, bless, and glorify your name in commemoration of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Ever-Blessed Ever-Virgin Mary. For by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, she conceived your only begotten Son, and without losing the glory of virginity, brought forth into the world the eternal light, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble prayer, praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and James, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Mary treasured all these words, reflecting on them in her heart. Let us pray. Having been made partakers of eternal redemption, we pray, O Lord, that we who commemorate the mother of your Son may glory in the fullness of your grace and experience its continued increase for our salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Perhaps I don't need to mention this, but for those who are viewing Mass virtually, I would encourage you now to make a spiritual communion, just asking the Lord to come to, to dwell in your heart spiritually, and loving and accepting his presence there uh, as uh, we go through our day of recollection. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. The afternoon conference will be according to the schedule given. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Oh. 